I love Mondays. And yes, I'm being 100% serious. Why? It's because I'm a Dunkin' Rewards member. And Mondays are better with Dunkin' Rewards. Every Monday this month, Rewards members get a free medium hot or iced coffee with any purchase. Not a member? Join on the Dunkin' app and never miss a deal like this. Dunkin' Rewards. Save them, stack them, use them how you want. America runs on Dunkin'. Limit one per member per Monday. Additional charges and terms may apply. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, we're going to Epcot. Jen, I, I can't wait to go to Food and Wine. Listen, I've got a list, okay? What? So one of everything in one? Mexico, it's about 50 bucks. Oh my God. Then, Alex, are you okay? Can we someone turn the air conditioning on? Alex is profuse. Oh that doesn't even count Greece. One of everything there. What? Is there a financial advisor on board? Welcome to episode 121 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. Today we will be giving the his on Zorro. So I kind of just want to uh, introduce Chris here. He's going to be joining us today for today's episode on Zorro. How are you doing today, Chris? Big Zorro expert, so I'm happy to be here, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. So can you tell us a little bit more why you're a Zorro expert? Like why? What, what, what's your background with Zorro? Well, um... <laughs> I'm doing a podcast on Zorro uh, currently right now. And, oh, really? Um, yeah, I don't really want to uh, boast my Zorro knowledge to you guys because I know mm. you guys had to do some digging and doing, do some research. Right. Don't, so I'll don't give away the history. Check. Yeah, I'll just kind of fact check along the way since I just that, uh, you know, I, since I just know that much about him. Yeah. Okay. Also, you're on another podcast, right? You're, you're a podcast all over the place. You're on the Diz His. You are on the Zorro podcast, and give me what other, what other podcast are you on? Just joking. He is not on a Zorro podcast, and don't go look at him up like, oh, this we love this guy, Chris. I, we need to find this Zorro podcast. He does not or, do a Zorro po- podcast. It's in, it's in production. It's pre-production right now, the Zorro <laughs> podcast. But uh, I'm currently on the No New Friends podcast. You can find us on all streaming platforms. We talk about all things uh, adulting and mostly adulting fails. So it's a really fun podcast. It's three good friends who just kind of have conversations about their everyday life. Yeah, it kind of reminds me your like your podcast, the, the No New Friends podcast, kind of reminds mm. me of Seinfeld. And I yes. know you haven't watched Seinfeld, right? No, but I do uh, know what you're talking about. It's kind of like a show about just like everyday normal things that's just, just you know nothing. weird things that happen. So yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a good. I like that show. I like I like it because I know them. So when I listen to it, I feel like I'm part of the conversation. I even answer sometimes, and then I'm like, oh yeah, they can't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's talk a little bit about Zorro. I can tell you that. I don't really know too much about Zorro, so I'm looking forward to the history you uh-huh. know, about Zorro. Because Alex and I, we kind of talked about it throughout the week uh, here and there. And Zorro has uh, some is- interesting history for sure. When we were looking things up last week, like trying to, you know, sometimes we hit uh, kind of like a crossroads where we got to figure out what we want to talk about next. We don't have, you know, things planned out for weeks on end. And we were talking about a Disney TV show. This is one of the first, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one. Of the, it's, an, it's an early one. And like everything we do, you know, everything I do, I'm not a big, I don't know a lot of history about everything. So when I do the history, I'm actually learning a lot of stuff. And there's always something interesting about everything. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. And we we find that as we kind of do the history on these shows or on these topics. But Zorro, not only was it a long time ago, you know, whenever I think of Zorro, I think like the black and white TV show. Mm -hmm. But there's actually a lot of like newer content, too, that came out with Zorro. Yeah, yeah. There's been there's been Zorro all over the place, all over the world, happening constantly. Have now, any of you guys ever seen any of them? Go ahead, Chris. Where we going? Well, say? I was going to say. Um, so I guess we'll get into this with the history. But does D- Disney doesn't own the name Zorro, do they? No. Okay. All right. Then that answers my question. Because that you're, what movie you're talking about, Joe, is the movie that came out, in, I guess, the early 2000s with uh, Antonio Ben and Banderas. Banderas. Yeah, it was him. Yeah, who also played Puss in Boots and Shrek, who was a which was a a. Uh, spit like a little pun on Zorro. oh yeah that's kind of cool and see i didn't know that it's kind of cool i didn't really yeah. i never really thought about that until you just said mm-hmm. it i didn't realize it until i said it too so let me do <laughs> <this>. <laughs> have any of you guys seen so jen have you seen any zoros i mean i think i've seen them on occasion here or there my parents were like vintage tv 
show buffs. So I'm, I'm sure that I've seen them. Nothing stands out specifically in my mind though, but I know what it is. I, I know the theme song. So. Let's get to the his on Zorro. Zorro, Zorro, the fox so cunning and free. Zorro, Zorro, who makes the sign of the sea. Zorro, 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 Zorro. Zorro is a Disney TV series that aired from 1957 to 1959. During its two years, it aired 78 episodes, with four specials airing between 1960 in 1961. Zorro was a masked writer who battled unjust rulers in Los Angeles during the days of Spanish rule. Once Disney purchased the rights of Zorro, they made it a classic television series that has spawned movies, comic books, television series, and even a musical. 78 episodes for yeah. two seasons. It's crazy. That really yeah. is. I mean, now you think of like seasons, right? And there's like what? Like one season, I would say the average show is probably what? what anywhere from like 10 to 15, maybe? Yeah. Especially your um, your new content that's, you know, online only or, you know, streaming service only. Uh-huh. That's the average, right? Yeah. Well, for, yeah. For oh, two years. Say. Two years. I think on network television is like 23 episodes. So what? 78. That's a little over um, 39. More than that. Yeah. It's like 39 per, se- um, per season. That's people must have uh, loved their Zorro. They did. And not only that, though, what, probably a long time ago, what was that? Like, what did it say? 1960? It wasn't like we have as many options as we do now, also. Right. Now you have Netflix, we have Hulu, we have all these TV shows that we can watch. There's just so many different, you know, options of, that we can watch and so many different types of variety. I mean, it wasn't like that. Like, we didn't ha- they didn't have that much of a variety back in 1960, I don't think. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. But still, I mean, that's, I mean, that's a lot of shooting, editing, acting done within a year i think Mm -hmm. that makes it all the more impressive that there wasn't a big variety back then and like a monopoly of the television was zorro because there was you know because there wasn't a lot of channels they had to pick and choose what they thought was going to do good so if you know zorro must have been pretty popular for them to air that many episodes yeah for sure i i just had no idea that you know i thought it was just like a tv show and a movie comic books i mean that's pretty awesome Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. What a musical. Yeah, I can I can hear a musical. Never ever heard of that in my life. <laughs> a Zorro musical? No. Why? I'm, I can see it. Zorro musical. I mean, Zorro's, he's I pretty cool, right? I mean, he loves the ladies. No, he doesn't. He oh. does not. No, Zorro's no, Zorro's not a ladies man. I did not know that. Oh no! You know what? I'm sorry. I'm thinking of his main who he is. Uh, he's not a ladies man, but Zorro is. Yes, you're right. What are you talking about? What do you mean? So, oh, is it alter ego? Yeah, yeah. Wait, do you not even know anything about Zorro at all? Oh, I, Just, I see it, what you're saying. Kind of like Batman, Bruce Wayne type of thing? Exactly. So much so that okay. Zorro is the inspiration for Batman. Wow. The, I think we're going to get you, into that, huh? It, it's not in the history. This, is not, this part's not in the history because that doesn't actually Who told you that? Our brother-in-law, Gary, told us that. He is a giant Batman fan. And if you go look at comic books, the Batman, the original uh, comic book, when the Wayne's family is leaving the theater, they went to go see Zorro. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. So he, I'm trying to I'm trying to wrap my mind around this. So you're trying to tell me that uh, not only did people not recognize it was him because of the whole, you know, bottom half of his face showing, but he also uh, so strategically hid an albino white horse so that no one knew that he was Zorro. Yes, it was hidden in the caverns below his uh, his house. Kind of like Batman had the caverns below his house. Exactly. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> smell, smell copyright infringement if it was done in this day and age. So, like, someone listening to this podcast is like, oh, what? We're going to sue Batman. So Batman, Batman, hey, listen, Batman's kind of like the modern day Zorro. Exactly. Because what when Batman, usually he leaves like... He leaves like his mark like, after he the bat does symbol? his. Like, he goes, be, he leaves the bat symbol, right? right yeah. And not only that, 
How does he get called? How does Batman get called? A giant light. Light. Leave his mark. It's the. It calls yeah. him. But what are you he talking about? He looks like a little Zoom? bat symbol. He has like a little. He Batman does sometimes. Like on fire or whatever. He does sometimes. In the one movie you're talking about, Joe, the one scene <laughs> yeah, in the no, movie, we're not, <laughs> we're not every, every Batman crime scene leaves that huge fiery bat that he put on the. Bridge. Yeah, we're not we're not comic book buffs, so we don't really don't know. <laughs> I do see a lot of the parallels. Uh, you know, wear the Whoa, same mask. You know what I just realized? Uh, they both Hispanic. wear black. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's it. It's like, this is like the multiverse, but has Batman. <laughs> He's a variant Batman. Johnston McCulley was a pulp magazine writer. He created many characters, but his most famous was Zorro, which was created in 1919 for his series novel, The Curse of Capistrano. The Curse of Capistrano appeared in the All-Star Weekly and then later in the Argoza magazine. He would go on to write 65 tales about his now iconic character, which were published in 26 different languages. In 1920, Douglas Fairbanks Productions released the silent film The Mark of Zorro, which would get remade in 1940 by Tyrone Power. McCauley wrote three Zorro novels between 1922 and 1941. After the popularity of Zorro rose following the Tyrone Power Mark Zorro film, McCauley wrote more short stories for West Magazine between 1944 and 1951. In 1950, Johnston McCauley assigned the film and television rights of Zorro to Mitchell Gertz. Gertz had no success getting a Zorro series produced until W.E.D. Enterprises purchased the right to Zorro stories from Gertz. Walt then set up a separate company, Zorro Productions, in 1953 as part of the Walt Disney Corporation for the new production. At first, Walt tried to sell the show to anyone interested, but Walt didn't want to accept a pilot episode, so production talks ended abruptly. He went back to working on the Disneyland theme park, which Zorro was supposed to help fund. Eventually, Walt reached an agreement with ABC for a weekly series package, but Zorro didn't make the final cut. Disneyland opened in 1955 and became a huge success. Walt wanted to expand his park, so in 1957, he came to an agreement with ABC to produce a Zorro series, no pilot needed. Walt, man, he is, he is such a baller. He is such a baller. He's like, I want to make this show. You need a pilot. I don't need a pilot, but we're not doing it. Fine, <laughs> we won't do it then. And then later he's like, hey, guess what? I own Disney. No pilot. Can you explain <laughs> to me what a pilot is? I was always, always under the impression the pilot was just the first episode of a series. So did he just start with the second episode? Well, usually they would shoot a pilot and the pilot is what, is shopped around for people to decide if they want to go oh. on with the actual series itself. Okay, that makes more sense then. Right. So he just wanted them to just invest based off of nothing. Exactly. It's amazing. Yes. But how much pull? Because mm-hmm. he got it done. Yeah. 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 He's like, Heck, hey. he usually does. Exactly. He- so you did talk about the uh, original 1919, the whole mm-hmm. 65 Tales, the Curse of uh, Capistrano. And yeah. because I'm just such a veteran at, uh, podcasting i did go ahead and read all 65 tales i do not want to give any <laughs> i don't want to give any spoilers uh-huh. just in case you guys decide to read them but it was very yeah. much a story about zorro uh-huh. but okay. it was very it was very informing and so far the history is, is spot on alex i'm proud of you thank you now what's funny is i was reading some stuff and they were talking about how you know he stops writing he starts writing he stops writing and he would end a, a series with like zorro being discovered and them knowing who he is and then he'd start a series with knowing who zorro is so there's like no consistency. Oh, continuity. Between, yeah, uh, exactly. It's just that's like, fine, no? It that's is? like me and Red Dead Redemption when I when my bad stuff goes up, when I when I keep doing bad things and my uh, my bad meter goes up. So I just I just restart from the last save and just pretend it never happened. Very indecisive. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then what about this guy, McCauley, giving away the rights to Gertz and then Disney buying it from Gertz? And then Disney had to pay it ever like he didn't purchase it outright. He had to continue paying Gertz. So imagine how much money Macaulay lost by giving the TV rights to this person for some reason. I couldn't find out why. Mm. What uh, What do you think made them want to buy the rights of Zorro? Probably the I don't I don't you know I couldn't find anything on that, but I would imagine uh, Walt knew of the books and thought it was cool. And do you think the Los Angeles connection as well? That could have been it. I feel like it's one of those things. I I feel like Walt was really, really good at almost kind of finding that diamond in the rough, polishing it up and just, you know, making it shine. And this was just one of those instances. And I have a feeling that this is Zorro will come up here again. I think that they'll make like a remake of it and they will, they'll try to bring it back. What Alec? Don't worry about it. Zorro was set to be the highest budgeted series of any Western to date. Once production started, many actors auditioned for the lead role, 
but Walt saw the test shots of an unknown actor named Guy Williams and knew they found their Zorro. Guy Williams had small parts in many films for the past five years and was close to calling it quits as an actor before Disney hired him for the lead roles, Don Diego and his hidden identity, Zorro. Guy Williams was actually an accomplished fencer and was able to handle the comedy, drama, and action scenes, which helped Zorro become one of the most popular shows during the golden age of Hollywood. Guy was joined by two actors, Gene Sheldon, who played the mute assistant of Don Diego, and Henry Calvin, playing Sergeant Garcia. Both Henry Calvin and Gene Sheldon would co-star as the villains in Disney's Babes in Toyland. The cast was rounded out with veteran character actor George J. Lewis, who portrayed Don Alejandro. In 1955, Disney spent $100,000 on permanent sets for the show, a first for Disney. They also spent $35,000 on furnishing and $30,000 on props. During pre-production, Disney brought on composer William Lava to write individual musical themes for each character. The theme song became one of the best-known television themes during the time. It was written by Norman Foster and George Bruns. It became so popular, it was recorded by the Cordettes, known for Lollipop and Sandman, and climbed the U.S. Top 20. After production, Walt used the popularity of his Disneyland anthology series on ABC to promote the new Zorro series. On September 11, 1957, audience members got a sneak peek of Guy Williams as Zorro. On October 10, 1957, Zorro premiered, becoming an instant hit. See, there you In go. An instant hit. That's pretty crazy. Instant. Instant. I did the math. So in 1955, Disney spent $100,000 on permanent sets for the show. Yes. So I went to under like an inflation calculator from 1955. Okay. That would be the equivalent to $1,020,000 today. Really? Yeah. So they, they really, really had some faith in this show. Wow. That's a lot of money. And permanent sets. I mean, that means you have to have, so for the next two years, you have permanent dedicated areas that you can't really break down. Yeah. And not to mention the other 65,000 they put on, they spent on furnishing and props, which is like what, 600 more thousand dollars today yeah. in today's money. So 1.6 million on a show with no pilot mm-hmm. and an unknown leading Man. actor. Yeah. And basically, you're just kind of going off of Walt's name at this that's point. Right. Yeah, that's crazy to think about it like that. And no, I mean, that wouldn't happen today. No one would be like, let's put all this money with no leading man and make it happen. Like, that's that's definitely something Walt would do and be successful at it, of course. Yeah. Trying to think of any examples of today of like when like a no name actor, there's a couple of stories of like uh, of people resurging their careers, like like uh, what's his face? Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man had, you know, his his career was on the fritz and they right. brought him in and took a big gamble on him. Yeah, but it was it was not like a gamble like this. Like This is this is a lot, a lot of money with a no name guy, like an actual no name guy. <laughs> I mean, can you think of anybody, not even, not actor-wise, but can you think of anybody, you know, in, in production, anybody whose name that you would know that you could think would be able to, people would take that risk on just on their name? And the, I can't think of anybody. Is, it's very short. It would be like a Christopher Nolan or like a, like it just be, it'd be like, there's a handful of people and that, and even, and they still get turned down today. So, you know, it's, it's. Walt Disney was was the man like he you you knew that he meant business and that he was going to bring in some money and that his ideas were going to make you money. So, yeah, just success after success after success. He was the bee's knees. Yeah, he was. So it's starting to now like a picture starting to get painted here of why they shot so many like episodes in two years. We have a permanent set set that they spent a lot of money on. Yeah. You're just like all day, every day, let's go ahead and film episodes, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, what's interesting now is that we thought two years, 30 or however many episodes, 39 episodes a season was a 78 episodes altogether. Yeah. We uh-huh. thought that was a lot. But now, now that we know that 1.6 million, the equivalent of $1.6 million was invested, that doesn't seem like too much. So I'm very curious to see what happened to this show and why it was kind of just, just disappeared. Because there's no, there's no Zorro in the parks. No, I've never no. seen a Zorro in Disney World, and I think I, I I keep it that way. Like I don't I don't want Zorro in Disney World. I was gonna say that was something that I was I was waiting because how many times we shoot ourselves in the foot? We say something, and then the very next history, Alex covers it. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to read ahead to see, but for something that was such a success, there is absolutely 
no presence. And there could have been a presence at Disneyland back sure. in, you know, the 50s, yet there wasn't. And I'm interested as to why that is. Hey, Jen, real quick, uh, Hollywood Studios, right? Mm -hmm. There's no presence. I'm not saying uh, we know there's no attractions like Zara, Zara, right? But is there any like posters or anything like that that you, that you can remember? I don't remember anything, but I feel like that's something I'm going to look for next time I go. So maybe if we did some research way back on like the um, the tour, you know, the um, mm -hmm. the backstage tour, maybe there was something. Especially MGM times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. I'm thinking like ABC, like commissary, you know, where you go eat, maybe because there's posters all over the place over there. I'm thinking maybe in there. Yeah, they're uh, more modern. Yeah, they are. True. Right. <laughs> hey, so you know how we were talking about earlier, like, you know, how Disney gave this like, no name guy like a chance to mm -hmm. play Zorro? Right? Yeah. Uh, Steve in chat said Chris Hemsworth. Really? He was a no name guy? I, I, I don't. What was he in before uh, Thor? I'm going to take a look. I mean, Spider Man is the same thing. No name. But so, but it, they yeah. it wasn't the fact that they were no name because they had all this talent around them that was really the, the value of the movie itself or the show, you know. Yeah, this itself had nothing going for it other than the fact that Walt wanted to make it. I have a yeah. fun fact about what we were talking about right before we listened to the theme song about uh, Zora representation in the parks. Uh huh. I know. I know. Alex goes into a little bit of the history back then. But in 2017, uh, in Disneyland, there's a picture of Mickey Mouse during Halloween dressed up as Zorro. Which oh, is cool. get oh. out of here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. awesome. I did yeah. not see any of that. That's cool. That is cool. Walt invested a lot of money into Zorro the series and wanted to make sure to net a profit, so he pushed hard to get sponsors for the show. He signed AC Spark Plug, a division of General Motors, and 7UP. Walt even cracked a whip at the meeting with 7UP to emphasize the premise of the series. The Zero series was divided into story arcs of 13 episodes, with a total of 39 half-hour episodes each season. Zoro battled Monstero, the evil commandant, of the Pueblo of Los Angeles. After the series aired, Walt had the cast come to Disneyland for special appearances in April and then again in June. At the park, there were four Zoro shows a day. Three of these were Zoro battling Monstero on the rooftops in Frontierland, with Zoro's foes ending up in the river. The fourth show was held in Frontierland, with Williams guests appearing as Zoro. Walt Disney already had merchandise licensed ready to go for the success of the series. Costumes, bullwhips, and swords quickly soared to the top of the young fans' wish lists. The first 13 episodes of Zorro were edited into a feature film called The Sign of Zorro, which released overseas in 1958 and then domestically in 1960. The second season was a sure thing and proved to be even more popular than the first season. Disney released another theatrical compilation named Zorro the Avenger, which was only released overseas until it eventually aired on the Disney Channel. It was an amazing hit topping the Nielsen rating, but unfortunately, Disney and ABC got into a legal battle. ABC and Disney couldn't legally determine who owned the rights to Zorro, the Mickey Mouse Club, and the weekly anthology series. Both sides wouldn't budge, so Walt pulled the plug on Zorro, canceling the third season. Oh, so that answered that, that, that question right there, right, of why it just disappeared? Yeah, that's a shame. Another baller move. Another baller move. Take my toys and go home. That's right. <laughs> I so, mean, and you, and you really think about it, it's kind of like who's going to back that? Like Disney, like that's weird, you know? That doesn't really happen very much anymore, I don't think. What, legal inter legal issues not knowing no, who owns it, something? No, that happens, but I mean, just being like whatever, I'm out. Oh, yeah, you know, probably. kind of thing. Cuz I mean, I feel like Disney, why didn't Disney do that with Spider-Man? Can you imagine now if Disney was just like, I'm out? It, I think it's probably because Disney needed Spider-Man more just as much as Fox oh yeah, or whatever. Um, who who owns Spider-Man? Sony. Sony. Sony needs Spider-Man, I think. Yeah, for sure. Especially if you look at like the next, you know, whole series coming up. Spider-Man is definitely a big part of it. Like everyone thought was going to happen. Mm -hmm. So basically, if this would have continued, then it would have gone the way that we would we were just discussing it would have with presence in the parks and mm -hmm. merch and all of those things like that. Like it was well on its way too. Yeah, but then, you know. The plug got pulled, literally, just got pulled right yeah. out of there. Yeah. Zara could have been like the like the Marvel Avengers now. Well, you almost feel like the perfect background with um, Frontierland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just a natural fit. I don't know. I don't feel the whole horse and sword vibe. I mean, I don't think that's going to – if they were to – I know we're probably going to get into like a new Zorro series or whatever. You know, I don't think that – I don't think people are interested in that anymore. What? I really don't think so. People love horses. 
I mean, they love horses. Those <laughs> not but... swords, not, you know, not Spanish uh, or, you know, Western adventures. It's horses in yeah. particular. I came for the horses. I stayed for Zora, I guess. <laughs> Joe's a bear guy, so. Um, <laughs> That's right. Can he ride a bear instead, maybe? Oh, man. like a, That sounds like it would be disastrous. A California bear? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, these these Zorro days at the parks look pretty cool. Like you can see Zorro sitting on top of a building in Frontierland, just hanging out there. Yeah. And that's probably like the modern day, like when Johnny Depp once said, how many times he's done it a few uh, times when he yes. shows up as Jack Sparrow. Yeah. How cool would it be to see like you're, you're a kid watching Zorro and then yeah. actual Zorro's there. And it's right. not like, you know, fake Zorro. It's it's real, real life Zorro right there in front of you. But how, cool. do you how do you know it's real life Zorro? Cool. He has a mask on. That is true. It is true. We don't even know if that's him. And is that something that as an actor that's written into your contract or is that just a, you know, you do Walt solid because he comes to you and he's like, listen, I'm going to need you to uh, work some shifts at the park this weekend. (laughs) I think if you uh, were about to quit your whole entire career and then Walt gave you a bone, you're like, yes, Mr. Walt, what do you need for me? I don't know about you, but if I played a character that was like really popular and famous, I would go to the parks all the time. Oh, I said a couple of weeks ago when we had we were watching that video with uh, Tom Holland when he was at the parks pretending to be Spider Man, and then he would just take his head off and be like, "I'm that was really you know? cool. Like it's if, so cool, if man." I was a superhero and I did have a mask. I would do the same thing. It'd be so fun. Oh, it'd be. Do you, you see like the video of like The Rock when he's like kind of just driving around? Oh yeah. He pulls up next to, like tour buses. Yeah. He's like, "Have you guys seen The Rock?" Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that's a great video. He's such a, he seems like such a nice guy. Uh, right now, you know, we're live for our Patreon members and we have Jared. He's in our chat right now. And him and I were actually talking, I think maybe like a week ago. And he actually watched the um, Jungle Cruise movie with The Rock. And it's a good movie. I love that movie. Jen, have you seen the movie yet? No. Is Chris, it... have you seen that movie? I have not. No. Is it on Disney Plus free or I don't have to pay extra for it yet? Not yet. Okay, then it's I coming. Seen it. It's coming soon. I think. I think it's coming. That November. It's gonna be free soon. Yeah. November. Uh, but yes. great movie. I, it's Joe's definitely obsessed. worth it. Worth it. I, You're I obsessed am. with paying for premiere access movies. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to go out, man. I don't like people. But you also can't wait two months. I know. That's well. That's what it is. And and then by like by the time it comes out regular, you've watched it at least like three or four times. <laughs> I have. <laughs> and, and every review for every movie is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. <laughs> He's, he's we just, here at the Diz His, We here at the Diz His love the new Jungle Cruise That's right. movie. <laughs> we need to do a, we need to do a, uh, a show on that Jungle Cruise on the movie. Yeah, I, the movie. Five for everyone, Joe. I was going to say I'll give it away. Not until it's included with my pres- my subscription. My prescription. When, when's it When's it coming out? I think I heard, I think they announced today, November. Oh, I'm gonna give it away that day. There we go. Uh, there we go. Good, good call. <laughs> I also saw. I think Zora's on Disney Plus. One of the one of the old Zora movies. Is that oh, true? Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. I have no idea. Yeah, I think so. I saw a picture of it online. If somebody photoshopped it on on um, if someone photoshopped a fake uh, Disney Plus logo on top of the uh, sign of Zorro, it'd be a very sad life for them. So I don't. I think it's real. I don't think someone would go out <laughs> of their way a... to photoshop that. I mean, have you been on the internet before? Walt kept Williams on full salary for two years and kept paying the Gertz estate $3,500 a year for the television rights. Disney always planned on bringing the series back, but the legal issues lasted too long and decided it was time to move on, much like most of America had already done. The Zorro series would continue to air for several years overseas, getting a large fan base. Disney noticed this trend, so in 1956 they brought Zorro back to syndication. It wasn't until 1967 that Disney relinquished the rights to Zorro. In the 1960s and 70s, there were numerous Zorro movies made in Europe. The highest grossing was a French-Italian co-production named Zorro starring Alain Delon. In 1974, The Mark of Zorro was a made-for-TV film starring Frank Langello. From 1981 to 1983, CBS Saturday Morning aired the animated series The New Adventures of Zorro. Disney wanted to bring back their Zorro series for its syndication again, but they felt the new audience wouldn't like the black-and-white film. This being one of the only things Walt didn't also film in color. CBS told Disney they could work together on a series, but had to change Zorro to a comedy. Thus, Son of Zorro was born. Don Diego's son, Don Carlos, assumes the role of Zorro as his dad advises him. This Disney production aired in 1983 and did not attract the viewership Disney was hoping for. The show was canceled after only five episodes. That was Disney's last attempt at making Zorro a success. 
Through the 90s and 2000s, there have been many Zorro series and movies, one of the most well-known being the 1998 Mask of Zorro starring Antonio Banderas and Catherine Zeta-Jones. In 2008, there was even a Zorro musical, which ran until 2013. This kind of reminds me of when Geico came out with that funny caveman commercial and people liked it. So they came out with another one and people liked it and they came out with 12 other ones. And then someone <laughs> thought, and then, and then, and then people liked those. They came out with a caveman TV show yes. and they just kept, they just kept shoving it down our throat until we couldn't take it anymore. Like Zorro was cool and all. And then they just started doing Zorro everything. Yeah. And you know, for the son of Zorro, they actually used the same sets as the original Zorro. I would think so. Spending all that money. Oh, I like yeah. <laughs> Hold on. When was Son of Zorro? So that was what year? Uh, it was 1983. Uh-huh. So 30-year-old. So those sets hung around for 30-something years? Yeah. I mean, oh it's just boy. Western sets. You can use it for anything. Yeah, I guess. They got their money's worth. The they biggest... needed to get their money's worth. Yeah. The biggest one I remember is the, the movie, The Mask of Zorro. Mm. Yes. Yes, that's mm. a good movie, as well as a sequel. So I just checked Disney Plus, and the sign of Zorro is on Disney Plus. It says it's eight episodes. Like, like it says the sign of Zorro was an edited. Uh, yes, it's, it's a like it, that's true, Alex. Yeah, yeah, because they, they would episodes. do they would do like a series, which would be you know a bunch of episodes yep. together being one full story. Yep, I exactly. You. Isn't that what my background says? Yes, the yes, sign, it of is. sign of Zorro. That is your background. Very own brand. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. Zorro is Spanish for fox. Guy Williams could never master the guitar or singing, so these parts were dubbed over by Bill Lee. After the television series aired, new comics were published under the banner Walt Disney Presents. Zorro, with the artwork, reflected the way the characters looked in the TV version. Disney created a character named Little Zorro, which appeared in more than 100 newspapers across the country. The Cordette's Zorro single sold more than a million copies of the theme song during the show's two-year run. Disney once again hopped on the Zorro bandwagon in 1992 using state-of-the-art computer techniques to colorize all 78 episodes of its classic series to be aired throughout the world. 1980, Zorro, the gay blade, provided a decidedly different twist to the tale with George Hamilton as a homosexual Don Diego. Where did that air? Was that ABC too? I don't know where it aired, actually. Um, I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so this is a quick fact. Quick fact. I found it like today. I was just looking at some stuff. And on December 9th, executive producers were announced to a reboot series being developed by NBC and we produced by CBS. The series will have more of a modern day setting and will follow Z, a female descendant from the Zora bloodline, as she fulfills her duty to protect the defenseless in her community. Wait, that just reminded me of, uh, I hope it's not anything like this, because this sounds like it has real potential. Uh-huh. They, they had, um, they had a, you know, the show, the equal, the movie, the equalizer with, um, Denzel Washington. No. Okay. Denzel Washington's like a, uh, a, a, like a retired mercenary and he does like yeah. really cool stuff. Well, they came out with a show. So kind of a parallel between Zorro and this, and the, it was a female lead, uh-huh. but the female and the female lead was like an equalizer too, but the female lead was played by Queen Latifah. Oh, so, boy. Was, so, so going from Denzel Washington to Queen Latifah. Wow, Queen Latifah is awesome. But not not in that way. Like not in the not not like, like kill, <laughs> I can kill someone a thousand different ways type of way. I like Queen yeah. Latifah, but not in an action TV series about killing people. <laughs> she was in so, that one movie with Jimmy Fallon when she was in the taxi cab driver. A comedy action movie. Jimmy Fallon was in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Fever Pitch. He's been in a couple. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> no, besides Fever Pitch, here's another one he was in. He's like a, a taxi cab driver. Yeah. Or she used a taxi cab driver or something. She's... Oh, where she killed people in a thousand different ways. Right. Right. Very, no, very brand she, for her. I think she just run him over with a taxi cab. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I know this isn't Disney, it's NBC and CBS, but I think it's cool that they're going to be releasing in the near future a new Zorro with a female lead. It'll be interesting to see who are they, who's cast. Yeah, for sure. It's a cool idea. I like the idea. It's yeah. Sa- same bloodline. She must yeah, have did a 23 cool. and Mia, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the pilot episode. Yeah, it's the pilot. <laughs> she, opens, she, she opens up the kit. It's a big she, Z on paper. And she's like, <gasps> <laughs> it's just a Z. <laughs> Oh my gosh. 
mailman comes, I'm sorry, your 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 letter was a little torn up. And she, she, her jaw just drops. So you see the Z pans out to black. <laughs> oh, my God. If that's, that's, if, that's, if that's not the opening, I'm not watching it. <laughs> it's in production. You should send them your recommendation, Alex. That Mickey Zorro is really cool. That is a really cool yeah, Mickey Zorro. Yeah, right? It's a cool little, like, like a uh, little nod, you know? Yeah. 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 I wonder what other characters he's played during Halloween that wasn't technically Disney at the time. He plays a great mouse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, not so scary Mickey we costumes? Hear... Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We hear Diz his, of course, love the tale of Zorro. It makes sense that Disney was able to take something not well known and make it a worldwide phenomenon. We hope Disney tries to bring Zorro back again in the near future with a D-plus series or movie. Ever roll out of bed and feel like being a little bad? Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company has you covered with their Villain Wax Melt line. The Sea Hag Melt will have you wanting to use that body language like Ursula with its bouquet of roses, lily, lilacs, and sweet violets with undernotes of musk. If you feel like you're going to have a meltdown like Hades, throw in the Wax Melt Ruler of the Underworld, which will fill your home with smells of lavender, rosemary, lemon verbena, cinnamon, coriander, leather, amber, and hints of smoke. Or, if you just feel like you are just the evilest one of all, get yourself the Mistress of Evil Melt. These Maleficent-inspired melts will release a woodsy scent with its crisp pine needles, white fir, clove, patchouli, oak, and sugar pine. No matter how you're feeling, make sure to visit MagicallyScented.com to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by three cheeky chicks. There are plenty of holiday sales that will allow you to buy any smell that fits your attitude. That's three cheeky chicks at MagicallyScented.com. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. This is Diz His Review. Review. So we are we watched Thor the Dark World. So what do you guys think of the Dark World? Jen has already said. Jen, go ahead and say say what you said a little, a little while ago. Slowest MCU movie. That's what you said. Step. You said worse. Yeah, well, worse, slowest. Okay. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Which, which, which? In the order of all the Marvel movies, you mm-hmm. know, in the um, in the universe. Yeah. Which. Which one is this? Like, is this the first one? Is this the second one? Which one is it? Like, overall order? Yeah, yeah. Which one is it? Like, in which order is it? Chronological order. Which one is it? Well, hold on. Let me just... You guys Wait, take t- a guess. timeline order or release order? Yes, Oh, timeline. we're guessing. Oh, that's really hard. Oh, we're guessing. Okay. Yes, I want you guys hold to on. go. Let me do some... Uh, let me do some magic here. So you're talking, like, Captain yes. America being first instead yeah. of Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh... It's really hard. No, yeah, yeah. No, okay, and, I have uh, a guess. Uh, which film, which, which, you know. I have a on. guess. Do it to have a number? I don't yeah. think Joe understands his own question. So let's give, <laughs> let's give him a sec. To re- chronological to re- order. Re- I get it. I get it. I'm trying to think. So chronological order. So Captain America is number one. Mm-hmm. And then number two is. Captain Marvel? I, no. 90s? Yes, you're correct. Mm-hmm. Wonder Three. Woman 1984 came before that. <laughs> <laughs> then Captain, then, uh, then Iron Man. Uh, Incredible Hulk was first, right? No. Colonel Hulk, uh, Hulk wasn't until later. Um, Are you sure? Yeah. This is number eight. I was oh, going to yeah, say, yeah, 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 oh my God, say eight. This is taking too long. I was going to say gonna, eight. This was I almost was as long six. and drawn out as the movie itself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, Great so, I'm so mad because I was going to say eight. That, that, that was what I had in my mind. After okay, I you won. Everything. You won. Thank you. you. Won. I have an unpopular opinion. I thought the movie was okay. Yeah, it was okay. It was cool because it showed more of his world than uh, him on our world, which I thought was cool. Well, that was yes. the only uh, cool thing about it. But. Right. <laughs> yes, it was good. I love watching these movies and then going back because, you know, Darcy's in this one, Darcy Lewis, and she's oh, in. Yeah. She, she, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. shaking his head like he Oh, yes. Know. 
Jen, you know who Darcy Lewis is? Yes, I do. Yeah, she's in like one division. So it's yes. cool, cool kind of seeing those. I mean, this movie came out, uh, let me see, what, 2013? This movie uh-huh. came out. So it was a long time ago, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you see one division and you're like, okay, well, now you see Darcy Lewis in one division, you're like, who was she getting in the, in the Marvel Universe? Exactly. And then you go back and watch these movies and you're like, oh, that's her, or whatever type of thing. Oh, that's cool. And of course, the one scene where um, the, in the Avengers, they go back to uh, this movie. Yes, that's what I was right. going to say. Yes. The end game part where they go back to this is so much better than that movie altogether. <laughs> <laughs> Just that little snippet, right? Go ahead. I think it's cool because a lot of the, even the bad movies, uh, like I didn't really like Ant-Man and the Wasp that much, oh, but it what? played one of the most important roles in the MCU. Yeah, so like even, even, though, even though some of these movies missed the mark, like as a standalone film, you can appreciate it for its role in the in the the Infinity Saga, which is cool. Does any know anyone know the movie that comes after this one? Uh, the one that comes after this one is that's a Thor movie. Oh, that's a Thor movie. It's yeah, Ragnarok. It's like this, yeah, yeah Ragnarok. Asking. Yeah, and that's where I think Thor becomes like I was really into Thor. I like, this was not a movie I would go see in the movie theater. No, right? Thor was never a movie I would go see in the movie theater. I think maybe I saw the first either. one, and it was good. Yeah. But guess what? Thor Ragnarok, that's what changed my whole thought process about Thor, really. Correct. Well, because we weren't the only people thinking that. They knew that they were in trouble. So that's why they brought on Taika Waititi to do Waititi. Ragnarok, to just to do a total rebrand of Thor. And after that Thor movie, even Chris Hemsworth was like, as long as I can keep playing this Thor, I, I'll play Thor forever, which is pretty cool. Well, you're going from one of the worst, you know, most drawn out, Thor movies to or MCU movies to one of the best. That yeah. one is Ragnarok is perpetually in yeah. my top three, and yes. I think everyone in my family is feels the same way. I agree. So, Alex, do you have any thoughts on this movie? Um, when when we were watching it in the series, I was dreading it coming up, and it wasn't as bad as I remembered. If that's a compliment, and when you watch all of them together, you know there's going to be a few lulls in this series, and this is one of them. But this is still better than a lot of other stuff you'll watch that's not Marvel Universe. Dude, that yeah, makes sense like, to you. Like DC movies? <laughs> <laughs> like mostly all DC movies, yeah. Uh, so, see, Chris said it was okay. Jen, this is not her favorite Marvel movie. I think it's okay. And Alex, you think it's okay also. Would this, yeah. would this be your technically worst movie in the Marvel Universe? I like all. I, it's really weird because I think all the Marvel movies. It's kind of like one big movie. It's not right. That's not the question, though. Is this your? Do you think is this, this is the, the worst, worst one? one? Jen, uh, is this the worst one to you? If you're the, rewatching the entire your MC, you know the whole MCU. Yes. Is this the one that you look forward to the least? That you roll your eyes and go, "Oh God, I don't want to do this one tonight." Right. No, not for me. I which would, ones? Because oh, I like it for you. I I think I'd have to look over, but I think it'd be Captain Marvel. Really? I really did not like that movie. Oh, yet. I love Car. It had Sam Jackson. It had uh, Nick Fury. They all have I Sam Jackson. I love the whole Nick Fury. I know, but I love kind of seeing the story of uh, Nick <laughs> yes. Fury. Funny. The end of Captain Marvel when he's on the typewriter and the Avengers Initiative thing. That was cool. And I, the scrolls will be cool moving forward. And maybe I'll look back at Captain Marvel. I'm like, okay, that was a good movie. But that's up there with, right with Incredible Hulk. It's, it's, I don't think I've ever rewatched Incredible Hulk. But Incredible Hulk isn't Marvel. So Yeah, it is. It's yes, part of it the MCU. It's what? General yeah. Ross is like is in a lot of the Marvel movies, right? But that movie itself isn't a Disney movie. Well, it's, it's part it, of the MCU. It, is it? It's part of the MCU, though. Yeah, it's part it of the MCU. Even though yeah. it's not a Disney movie, it is still same part with. Of I mean, Spider Man's part of the MCU, right? It's not Disney officially. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I see. I like the Hulk because Hulk's my favorite character, though. Weren't you disappointed? Yeah, but I that mean, movie was kind it of. It was garbage. good. I liked it, man. Yeah. I thought I liked it. I liked it. So Jen sidestepped the question. And never answered what her the worst Marvel movie is. MCU movie. Yes. It's going to be tied between that Hulk and um, the Dark World. Yeah. I agree there. I, I like Dark World, but it's probably my least favorite one to watch for sure. It was like, I didn't like it, but I give it like an 8.5 out of 10. What? That's what Joe would say. You gotta think about the, really the history like, behind it. Hey, you, you said Thor's your favorite character. What would you give it as a rating? He's the up movie? there. I give it a six. Okay. I give it a six. I think that's very fair. 
Alex is going to give it a 1.5, even though he... <laughs> he's like, I like it, 1.5. <laughs> Do you need to go on a trip? Do you hate the hassle of organizing a vacation? Well, say Hakuna Matata and call Matthew over at Travel by Chewy. He is an expert who can arrange itineraries from a relaxing Hawaiian getaway to an exciting theme park adventure. The best part is his services are free. Call him at 507-261-9773. That was 507-261-9773. And just let him know Diz has sent you. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com. And listen to all the other awesome podcasts, as well as this is. Everybody who's on here can see, yeah. kind of, no. that I have a round we'll be- oh, shirt. Oh, yeah. I see. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. Is what? it moving? Is that real? I have a mice problem. Is that Remy's from Remy's Roundtable? <laughs> How's that? How how are how's you doing? On that? You? I know. I I'm trying to figure it out. So myself. hold on. Let me go ahead and kind of describe what's going on here right now. It's Jen has shirt. Remy the rat kind of moving around her shirt. Right? There's like a little rat, and it's moving around her shirt. Can you hear? That's it? pretty cool. Yeah, it's a remote control car that's like sticking to you. I'm okay. very, I don't can't wrap my mind around it. So we did. So this weekend we went out. We stayed at Riviera, which was great, and we went to um, the Ratatouille preview. Nice. Uh-huh. Where we spent. Okay. So here's the funny thing: when your college kid comes home, you know, sometimes you tend to spoil them in different ways. So my husband just threw down like a ridiculous amount of money on Ratatouille merch because <laughs> she really likes this movie. So. We ended up with the the rat, which is on my shirt, zipping around, um, which actually I'll show you. How does it stay like, on your shirt? Yeah, it's a, it's a magnet. So I don't know if you That's guys can so see that. cool. So it's a magnet. It sticks on there. And then, oh. you know, he moves. And the around. magnet moves with it. Yeah. Around your shirt. Oh, it's kind of wow. cool. technology. So and then, of course, you know, we have a ride vehicle. Oh, it's yeah. so cool. I want to play music. Wow. It bumps, it bumps around. That's is that like cool. a separate uh, purchase? Yeah, that was. When you I guys say went that all we, out on the Yeah, Remy when stuff, I say huh? an, an impulse purchase, I'm not joking. And I, then I don't know if you guys can see it. I might have to show you my messy desk so you can. Actually, I'm going to take it off. And we also got the hat. But here's the, here's the cool thing about the hat. Is, uh, is Remy underneath there? He is, but I'm not going to be able to show you. I think everybody's going to be linguini for Halloween in your house. Look, you can't see it. No. Put it in front of your person. Move your camera down. Move your camera down. Yeah, oh, keep it yeah put it in front of your person. There. Now lift it up. Yeah. In front of your person. In front of your person. Oh, get oh, out of here. Oh, my God. What the oh, heck? Oh, get out of here, man. <laughs> so this to show you, you can kind of see uh, Remy hat. through the hat. And then the hat, the top of the chef hat opens up and Remy pops up. But that's an amazing, I would buy that. amazing that's cool. hat. But that is, does that even look like Remy? It is I, Remy. I, it's hard to angle, I think. I think I didn't see that he's wearing a chef hat as well first. Yeah. He lost some weight, Alex. He's, those people last so seen him. That's pretty cool. See. There he is. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it looks yeah. like him. Okay. Yeah. Better. I have a better focus. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's so awesome. cool. Wow. So the hat also plays music. So, um, and my daughter also got the Remy ears. So oh, cool. We spent a lot of money um, that on top of food and wine. How was the ride? Um, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> it's cute. Uh-huh. Oh, that's not a good word. Um, it's cute. I mean, it, it, it's, I like the, you know, the perspective of, of being little and, and all of that stuff like that. It's immersive, and, right? Yes, it is. It is very immersive. Um, is it better than Navi River Journey? Oh, yeah, it is. Definitely. Oh, okay, okay. I would say absolutely. I don't know if I'd rate it that much higher than that, though. Mm-hmm. Only because there's there's not, after the past couple of things that have come out, you know, there's not a wow factor other than the uh, fact that it's been transplanted from, you know, Disneyland Paris over right. here. 
And yeah. it's mirror image of the right. Now the outside area of it, the theming is gorgeous. Um, you know, we had crepes and believe it or not, they were just okay. Um, wow. They were, they were expensive for what they were and a huge line. Um, we had, we tried three different crepes. We had a hazelnut one, a berry one and a brie one. Uh, my daughter and her friend really liked the brie one. We were more like the hazelnut one. Um, but you know, it was just, it was just okay. I know people huh. were eating in the restaurant and and I've heard good things about that. We didn't do that. Um, I heard they have a rat problem. They, they do. <laughs> they do have a rat problem. Um, and they're, they're pretty bold. I mean, they just kind of come right up <laughs> on your shirt. So uh, I'm really surprised that you bought so much stuff real quick that when you got off the ride is the, um, the shop, is it right by the exit of the ride? It, it's not even a shop. It was a cart. Get wow. out of here. And you guys bought all that. You're just stuff. like, give wow. me one of everything. It basically, <laughs> I mean, I'm not joking. I think there was like you, a play set, a kid's play set and our kids too old for that. So my kids aren't she, too old for it. <laughs> she was like Harry Potter in the first Harry Potter movie. I'll take the lot. <laughs> but the, the funny thing was, is that it was, it was my college kid that was doing it because she was like, mom, when have I ever wanted to buy Mickey ears? I'm like, all right, whatever, just go with your dad. And then oh he whips gosh. out the credit card. And before we know it, we're carrying this gigantic bag because, you know, she got a hat for her dorm and then we ended up with the hat. So I'm going to go to college and then go go to Disney with you guys. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, overall, I will say this. It's a cute ride. Um, you know, virtual queue, if I was going to Epcot, I'd try for it. I, it wouldn't break my heart if I didn't get it. I, um, you know, I wouldn't wait stand by more than a half an hour. Maybe I'd give it a little more if I was with friends that hadn't been on it yet. Mm, but, wow. you know, it's just, there are things I'm, I'm much, I'm looking forward to much more. Meaning the like next what? two rides, the next two rides that they're going to open. Mission Breakout. Yeah. Well, yep. not well. Guardian. I mean, Rewind. Um, Rewind. And what's the other what's one? The other one. Tron. Tron. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Tron yeah. looks I mean, awesome, man. And Tron is a mirror. You know, of course, that's a mirror yes. into Shanghai, but it's fine just, with me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, yep. definitely. How, can't wait for how was your stay at Riviera? Riviera is great as always. It's one of my favorite resorts just because it's small. The proximity of the Skyliner. You know, the quick service yeah. is pretty good. Um, so we're always happy when we stay there. And food and wine was pretty good, too. What was your favorite meal? It's food and wine. Well, they brought grease back. So oh, it so it's Panacopia? Yeah, and the Greek griddle cheese. Mm. Um, that was pretty good. And so then delicious. where there wasn't, there was a cream, an Irish cream beer that was really good. And there, of course, you know, the um, filet in Canada is always good. I'm trying to think if there was something new that really wowed us. I feel like there was. Oh, you know what? We went backwards this year. We always start in Canada. Oh. We started in Mexico. No, we usually start in Mexico. No, we always. We usually end in Canada. Canada. No, we start. I don't know about that. We do. Because we always go for the cheddar cheese soup. The cheddar cheese soup is Uh. delicious. But we bought one of everything in Mexico. We spent $50 at the Mexican booth. (laughs) This is why I'll never go to wine. $50. $50. Alex's head's for, about to explode. $50 for two tacos that were about this big. Oh my um, gosh. One little enchilada ish kind of thing that, you know, we all shared. Um, the dessert, which was probably about that big, a margarita and a beer. $48.95. Wow. But it was all fantastic. Yeah. It really was. So, um, but the crowds weren't bad. They have some of the 50th anniversary statues. Up. Oh yeah. Nice. And, um, and in fact, I'll probably, I'll throw one of those in, um, chat because yeah. I got a really nice picture of the figment one. Cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, crowd wise, it really was not bad at all. Um, I've been in years past and, you know, the line snake, you know, especially towards the end of the evening the lines completely snake out to where, you know, it's a 20 minute wait just for one food booth. And it wasn't like that at all. And we were there on a weekend. That's so, pretty cool. Wow. Kind of surprising. Uh, but, you know, I mean, happy about Greece was my favorite. I was very much looking forward to that. Ended the night with it. So super stoked. Overall, a good weekend. And I like my little rat car that plays. Yeah, it's cool. All the merchandise is awesome. Yeah, yeah, they did good with they it. did a good job. They did do a good Clearly, job. Clearly, if you got us to buy it all. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Okay, Chris, how about you? 
So first of all, it's disgusting uh, of me because I knew every single food item that Jen was talking about. And I've been to Disney in years <laughs> because Emily and I watch so much uh, Paging Mr. Morrow, who's a YouTuber. And he specializes his videos in like eating around the world and eating at different restaurants. So that's actually one of the things that I did this week in Disney was I watched his video of the Space 220 restaurant. Oh, and, cool, yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, incredible. The ride up was awesome. Um, the atmosphere was awesome. He's he's a big steak connoisseur. He had the coffee rubbed uh, prime rib, I think Ooh, it was, bone and prime rib, and he rated it above, um, I forget what the steakhouse there that he- uh, La Cellier? No, La Cellier was his number two. Number one was- California Grill? No, that's his number three. I don't remember. His number one uh, was an Italian name, I think. Oh, Top Top Topolinos. It was Topolinos, I think. Oh, get out Topolinos of here! Topolinos was his number one steak, but this we, actually we, took the spot. I've had the brunch steak. there; it was really good. Yeah, he um he he that was I think Topolinos was his was number one steak. So we did watch the Space Two Twenty thing. Uh, it's really cool the little Easter eggs they have of the astronauts going through space yeah. up there. Uh, so I, I I can't. He waited um either four or five hours to get in. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, that's how long the standby line is. And I also watched his video on the uh, Club Cool just opening, which was just pretty neat. Oh, we did sodas. that. I did they have, which, uh... one, which one is your favorite? Beverly's the only one that made a return, I heard. Okay, so Beverly one. was the only one that made a return. Actually, <laughs> I just said that. You literally just said that. <laughs> what was your favorite? Uh, I have so to look. they're all new besides they're Beverly? All Get out of here. I'm now, actually, in, I'm going to put it in chat right now so you guys can see him. In his video, he said the worst by far was the Chinese one. It was like. It tasted like barbecue one. sauce. That's what he said. Oh. He said it tastes like barbecue chips. It's Wow, that's awful. so funny. So it's, yeah, so it's, uh, it's a. Uh, I can't I wait to go check that, that out. It looked, I'm, and it's I'm really nice the there. Uh, believe it or not, overwhelmingly, um, my family said that they liked the um, cucumber Sprite from Russia. That, that sounded delicious. That sounded it's delicious. Very good. And yeah. none of them, are, it, with the exception of China, and of course we know Beverly, uh, that they're all fairly decent. It's not like before where you used to, you know, spit out the nine roulette. out of ten of them. Yeah. Yes. The worst thing about it now is the uh, obviously the waiting in line and capacity. I think we waited about twenty minutes to get in there. Oh wow! Is oh, it a lot geez. small? I mean, it was small before. Is it smaller than it was before? There's probably about 10 um, stations against okay. the wall. So, and it's obviously one station per family. Okay. Well, the only other thing that I have yet to do, but I will be doing this week in Disney is um, that Star Wars Visions just came out today. The, uh, they, Disney hired, a, like, I think seven or nine different anime studios to put together a Star Wars anime series. And I don't even really like anime. The only anime show I've ever watched in my life was, besides Pokemon, was that show that Alex showed me, which was called Invincible. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I, I'm going to give it a try because it's getting very good reviews. 8.7 oh, out. out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah. Oh. All episodes are streaming too. So, oh, um, I can't. I have to watch that. You have to yeah, check that so out. I'm going to give that a watch. But yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was basically what I did this week in Disney. Right, you guys. Okay. How about you, Alex? I did nothing. <laughs> did nothing? Did you watch Bluey? <laughs> of course. I mean, that's, why do you have to say it every week? Okay. It's obvious. <laughs> Okay, so let's see what I did. I uh, watched Turner and Hooch. Still, my family won't watch it with me, which I'm fine with. I kind of <laughs> like having my own show. I get to watch it by myself on Saturday. It's a great show. I love it. Uh, let's talk about Niels going to the Disney shipyard oh, over in yeah. the Netherlands. He's going to go check out where the Wish uh, is being I think, stationed at right now, I think. Nice. That's um, exciting. Yeah. So Niels from Niels, you know, he does Niels Wants to Know and uh-huh. capturing Disney parks. Uh, he's going to go and he's like, it's like pretty. It's there it's not very many people get to go there and so he's going on this trip with with other disney influencers and he's gonna go check out the ship shipyard um oh, cool. which is really cool and did you guys hear about olaf presents yeah my wife was telling me about it i can't wait to watch no. some. so olaf presents you know in the last frozen movie um frozen 2 where olaf kind of tells the story of frozen 1 like super yes. quick yeah amazing right and it's like really funny and people are like cool mm-hmm. and making all the so pretty much what he's going to do is going to be telling quick versions of Disney movies. Oh, I love that. That's yeah, amazing. super cool. You didn't hear about that, Jen? Um, I just saw like a little graphic that showed the different things that were coming up, but I hadn't had the chance to research it. Yeah, so it's going to be really, it's going to be cool. I think it's going to be really funny. And yeah. jo- Josh Gad, he's the one who kind of tweeted about it. Um, and of course, I watched the uh, Thor movie. 
And that's pretty much it. Not really too much other than that. Uh, looking forward to getting our, we're hoping to get our passes back sometime in October. And I'm oh, going to head nice. out there and start, you know, posting all the, all posting pictures on uh, um, social, social media. media and stuff. So, yeah. So that's the His on Zorro. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz. Oh, hello. Meet Optima Health, your friend for Medicaid coverage. Like any true friend, we can help make life a little easier with discounts on healthy food and gift cards for pregnancy and child checkups. We include vision and medical help 24-7. See more benefits at OptimaMedicaid.com slash hello. It's time to say hello to Optima Health, a health plan you can count on.